Hi, beautiful soul fam, and thanks for deciding to sit with me today in this new episode of Ceremony Circle Podcast. For anyone new here, I am Allison Charles Story. I'm the host of Ceremony Circle and the best-selling author of Animal Power Book and Animal Power Card Deck. And today we are generously joined by a dear and longtime friend of mine. She is breathwork guide Kathleen Booker. And Kathleen was actually the very first person I ever did breathwork with back when I lived in New York City. And she is filled with heart, integrity, and devotion. And you all know those are three staples that I for sure name of importance when it comes to being a spiritual teacher of any kind. So I knew I wanted to have her on so you too can receive her deep wisdoms. Just a few of the many powerful things we cover in this episode— What got Kathleen into breathwork? The life that Kathleen was leading before she shifted into breathwork and eventually becoming a breathwork guide and teacher. What it's like being a true OG in the spiritual space and hearing the call and answering the call to immersing in breathwork way before it caught on the way that it has now. How her style of breathwork can be supportive no matter the reason you're doing it for, And Kathleen even shares some of her very personal and vulnerable shares for times that breath got her through some of the most challenging life scenarios she has faced yet to date. And she will, of course, guide us in this very breathwork style that I'm speaking of at the end of this episode in our signature closing ceremony circle practice. So without further ado, please meet a dear and trusted friend of mine, Kathleen Booker in Breath as Your Superpower. Here we are, this long-awaited moment. I am finally joined with a longtime friend and colleague, Kathleen. It's so good to see you. Oh, Allison, I could go on about you from now until the cows come home. And this is really what friendship is all about, because even though it's been a long time since you and I were just taking a walk down the street in Greenpoint, and I think we bought Singing Bowl together. Yes. Yes, we we purchased Singing Bowl together. Lovely company, still go to them. And we haven't spoken in ages, a quick DM there. Love what you're doing there on Instagram. We get together and it's like no time has left. I just want to bow to you, beloved, what you are creating in the world. I have such goosebumps right now. The love that you're creating, the support for awakening, the educating, the safe space for people to land. Thank you. Oh my God. Only Only you could start an interview where I'm supposed to be uh, interviewing you and you have me crying uh, 20 seconds in. Ah, Thank you. That means so much. And I feel 100% the same with you. It feels like not one millisecond has passed since we spent time together in New York City. And, oh, you know, hearing that reflection that you just shared with me it coming from you you know it really packs a different kind of loving punch just because you have known me 
for so long um, and you've seen different sides of me. And so, yeah, you've been a many, many year long witness to just observing my own evolution. And I'm sure you could see from watching where spirit is asking me to go. You know, you mentioned the word education and yeah, being an educator of shamanism, it's been a whole hearty, courageous, ongoing, uh, revelatory yes, you know, to answer that call and that instruction. And so thank you. Thank you for <laughs> getting it. And thank you so much for that really heart opening reflection. I really appreciate it. I love you, Allison. I love you too. I was so curious when I was tuning in to the potential conversation flow for today. And I want to go back to more of your roots because you have been a breathwork teacher long, long, long before it arrived to where it's at now. You know, there's a lot of breathwork certifications out there and there's a lot of breathwork facilitators. I mean, so many. And yet, Back in the day when I met you, I believe, if I'm not wrong, I think you were my, the first person to ever guide me in breathwork. And you were doing it, um, you know, I consider you for sure one of the OGs in the, in the space. And, you know, bringing spirituality back into the concrete jungle, trying to reinvigorate and reinfuse those energetics back into the city. And so an OG just in general, but especially in the breathwork space. And so I would love for you to share before getting the awareness that breathwork was speaking to you, what did your life look like? Where were you and what were you doing before you became the Queen Kathleen that I knew you as? Girl, I wasn't doing shit. <laughs> Let me just be real and forgive me for using profanity. Oh, I, oh, I was such a lost soul. Such a lost soul. And simultaneously comfortable in being lost and also not knowing I was lost. And then the third leg of the stool, hearing, feeling, sensing this other thing pulling me forward. I think of that, Kathleen, and I, I have to just give honor and praise to her because she persevered. And here I am. And how that showed up for me was I never stayed at a job, which I've shared before, longer than two years three most. I, I remember my my last full-time job, my niece said to me, Aunt Kathleen, you're still there? That's the longest you've ever been at a job. And I thought, wow. And it was. I had no idea of where to go, no idea that I could choose where to go. Yet there was a feeling within me and it showed up, like I said, as not being at a job longer than two to three years and no job. And notice I'm using the word job, right? Felt seen and heard. You know, there was one position I had and I, I loved it. And it, it was at a startup company and I loved that newness and the creation of it. And then once I supported 
the entity to get up and running, the founders said to me, well, Kathleen, you know, now that we're up and running, I don't know where to put you. I don't know what you're to do. And I was heartbroken because, and this is just an aha, so I'm just going to let it come out. One, I didn't know for myself. Two, I wanted someone else to do it for me. I didn't know that then. And three, I felt unworthy at that point. So that's where I was. And I did a lot of reading. I, you know, really, I've got a library upstairs. Went to a lot of different churches, spiritual churches, many workshops, egads. And then I, I came upon a school where my soul just said yes. And the breath just gathered me in its arms, almost like, come home, boo. And I resisted because I'm a spiritual human being, <laughs> right? Spiritual and having a human experience. And I resisted, resisted but the breath, the embrace was, what's the word? It, it was so deep and deep doesn't express it. it. It was so deep that I couldn't ignore it. And so I kept coming back to it. And I went and my first teacher who taught me at the school, I went to him and I got certified and still tried to, no, no, duck, bob, and weave. And the breath just kept pulling me forward. And I was at my last dead-end job that my niece said, wow, Aunt Kathleen, I can't believe you're still there. And one day, I was talking to a friend of mine, and she said, okay, what's your date? When are you going? Now, mind you, I had been, once I got certified, for about a year or so, I taught wherever I could on my days off and during my work days, and I worked full time. So seven days, hmm. I was out there getting my, doing my thing. Anyone who let me in their door with the breath, I was doing it. And even with the clients that came into the business I was working for, I would do breath work with. And I gave the date of April 14, April 4th, 2014. And on that day at 8.32 a.m., which I will always remember, I pressed send and I freed myself by sending in my letter of resignation. And the next Friday, I was in Sing Sing Prison, a maximum security prison, teaching breath work. And it was the most powerful moment. And I, I haven't looked back. I haven't looked back. And the breath... Now, you got to stop me because I can talk forever about the breath. Keep going. Um, the breath is such that you said, well, what was your beginning? You know, you were an OG, but there were OGs that taught me, my teacher, Ken Kaiser, my teacher, Leonard Orr, the big OG of conscious connected breath work. Peace. I... I 
they were the OG OG. And their way of teaching is very different from how it is today. And I learned from them, spiritually grew in them, with them, through them. Yeah. And I'm still growing because there's another iteration of the breath for me because life goes on for all of us and our roots i will use the analogy of roots our roots my roots were one level when i first started mm-hmm. now my roots are way deeper and as my roots have been nourished and growing and receiving and giving there's been stuff happening for me my beloved mommy transition God. And it's there that the breath just embraces me. So the breath is our constant with us from the day we're born until we take our last breath. Our breath is with us. And I always say that the breath is our guide, guide back to our home, our sense of source our holy of holies within where you remember the wonderfulness of you. Mm -hmm. And and there's so much. Yeah. Thank you for sharing all of that. And a few, a few things came in with that beautiful share. One, I was curious from your perspective, when you said your teachers seem to teach and share differently Can you give an example of what you mean by that? Well, let me do this caveat. I have not taken every single breathwork certification course out here. So let me just be clear. I have not. There are many people out here doing things. I don't know what everyone is doing. I will clarify that by saying, What I was taught, the way that I was taught, and I still believe you got to do your own work. Mm -hmm. You have to open up your shadow, sit with it, whatever it is, and roll from there. I am not putting any breathwork certification down or any form of breathwork. There's a myriad out there. Be mindful of who you work with just as you're mindful of who you purchase a car from or an apartment. What does it look like? Where is it? What is the neighborhood like? So I say that to say, make sure that the person you are working with is doing their own work. So my teachers, you had to do your own work. You had to Go to those places. And let me just be clear. It is not a one and done. Healing is not for the faint-hearted. You need titanium intestines and a colon that is titanium. Because some of those places are, are very dark. But wherever there's darkness, there's also light. And it takes the story off the misbeliefs that may be running your life and blocking 
as the Course in Miracles says, love created me like itself, blocking you, resting in that, knowing that, remembering that. Hmm. Me, let me use me as an example of that I shared earlier. Me looking for someone else to define me for me, Hmm. to tell me I'm worthy. That's me not remembering the truth of who I am. I'm worthy just as I am. I'm the beloved of the Most High in whom he, she is well pleased. There is nothing I have to do for that unconditional agape love. Nothing. Love created me like itself, as A Course in Miracles said. Oh, that was a great, bla- I felt like I was being covered in this rich, luxur- luxurious blanket of truth and divinity. And oh God, that was a great uh, sharing of some beautiful medicine there. And I'm so grateful that you brought up the importance of really taking your time to tune into the teachers and guides that are best aligned for you. Because another thing that revealed and and wanting to chat with you a little bit about, because we have similar timelines and trajectories regarding our awakenings and realizing our callings and being teachers in New York City and things like that. And, you know, it's been fascinating for me to witness over the past decade plus so many additional people, you know, leaning into this work and tuning into their souls and people that might have once scoffed at the word chakra or going into a metaphysical bookshop or breathwork even now, those same people are, you know, probably have their personal breathwork guide and and things like that. And so the awakening observation, it's so beautiful, right? And it's a part of what we're here for is to hold space for that and, and to welcome people into that space. I'm just curious for you what it's been like just witnessing this rise in, in an awakening energetic and, and seeing so many people over the last decade leaning into this. Yes, it's beautiful and I'm championing it and I'm excited for it and I'm here for it. And I just feel like there's just so much more that people need to be aware of and look out for, which takes me back to that other piece you said, you know, just be mindful that your teacher is someone who face, faces themselves and lives in devotion to that and that the teachers you learn from really walk the talk and are in true embodiment. So just curious what comes up for you and all of that. As you say, walk the talk. When my beloved mommy passed, I was up. I still am a mess. And here's Gracie. Oh my gosh, this is so hilarious. Look at this beautiful baby, though. And I am just beginning to come back. And you know, what's the comeback? There's no comeback. The Kathleen that I was before mommy transitioned is gone. Mm -hmm. And it's 
breathfully stepping into the Kathleen I'm becoming. And sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's hard and very, very painful. And the breath has enabled me when I thought I was having a heart attack and it was just a panic attack to remember that my breath is there. And thank you, God, that I have a breath work practice. Thank you, God. Because I, I don't know how I am making it. And when I see all that is happening with the breath, there's no quick fix. To me, there's a lot of people, heal me now, heal me now. I want a quick fix. It's not rolling that way. And I will confess that there are times grieving mommy, I'm like, oh my God, are we there yet? Mm -hmm. And it's a journey. And grief for me right now, it's the transition of my mother. Grief can be the loss of a job, a, a cat, a partner, a dog, a home, having your manuscript turned down. It could be so many things. In this collective consciousness today, there's a lot of anger out, a lot of doubt, a lot of overwhelm, and we walk around in this stuff. And as best we can, and you are a very good example of keeping your stuff tight and on point, and still we have to clear, cleanse, get support. It's lovely out there. There is peace out there, yes in the midst of the chaos and don't think that it has to be a do me now mm. which is i feel something that they're trying to constantly bombard us with if you don't get it in a weekend then it's just not happening it's not for you and that's not true so be mindful answering your question still as to let me be mm. in this and it may be uncomfortable. And the breath gave me, when mommy transitioned, the power to say, last year, I can't show up. Mm -hmm. If I didn't feel a hard hell yeah, it was no. The breath gave me, it's okay. You don't need to look at anybody else. Say no. You're not available, mm -hmm. sit down and be okay with that. So am I answering your question? Yeah, yeah, There, yes, yes, you are. And I, I would love for you to share a little bit about, if you're open to it, about your journey with your mom's transitioning. I remember seeing on Instagram, just getting an awareness that, maybe her time was approaching or that you were readying yourself the best that one can ready themselves for such a moment in life. And I don't even know what my exact question is around it. It's just, I can feel your such deep love and reverence for your mom, knowing that she has transitioned. I would just love for you to share anything about that experience for you, uh, what it taught you, what it showed you, anything around honoring your mom? 
I honor her with every breath. I was blessed to be with her when she took her last breath and I still have not fully allowed myself to fully receive and understand that incredible blessing. And I saw her spirit when her soul left her body stand behind her at the head of her bed. And it's bittersweet. Our love is so deep. There hasn't been a day that she hasn't been with me and that I know it. I'm grateful that I am open spiritually to hear, see, and feel her. And it's bittersweet that she's not here to rub my back, to rub my head. The other week I was doing something, you know, and it was big girl panty time, you know, and mommy, she's not here to share in it with me. And I was walking up the steps and I just started to cry. I said, mommy, where are you? Where are you? And that morning, I don't know, it was maybe about two o'clock or so from her bedroom, I heard her singing <laughs> off key and really, really badly. And in my sleep, I'm thinking, oh my goodness, why is Ma singing at this hour? And so loud, what's going on? And clearly heard it coming from her bedroom. And I woke up and instantly in that moment, I said, that's Ma saying to you, Kathleen, she's here. So I'm blessed to have a relationship of such love, number one, and, and that spiritual tie so deep that there hasn't been a day because there are some clients I speak to who share with me, they've never had their loved ones come and visit them. So it's, what a blessing, what a blessing for me to be able to see her in the birds, to, mm. to see her in the sky and to hear her. Yeah. So it's a journey. I don't know as of yet how to fully describe it. That's not true. Mommy is teaching me, and this is very real, that there is life after life. That's the lesson I'm in now. Wow. And I fight it. I do fight it. Let me just be real because I want her physically here. Yes, I know nobody lives forever, but that gets into the culture that we're in, right? Where, you know, we don't talk for me. Didn't talk about death, right? Didn't. So it's bittersweet. You know, there were times when people would say, and still do, your mother's always with you. Well, initially, I, <laughs> I would yank their colon out their nostrils because that's not what I want to hear. At the point where I am now, I'll soon get there where I can fully appreciate that. But 
I still miss the physicality. She's a very strong presence. Mm -hmm. Always has been. I mean, I can't tell you how many people said, you know, I always watched you and your mother on social media because I would always post her. And I would always say to her, Ma, you're a social media star. (laughs) I mean, I feel like that's accurate. I know exactly what she looks like. I can explain at least some of her energetics and her power. I can feel sorry. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I can feel her light. And, you know, I I mean, I think that that's a pretty safe and accurate way to, to say she is such a strong woman that, yeah, her presence is is easily felt. And I find it so fascinating that you were there to be witness to her transition back to spirit form and to witness your own mother take her last human breath this lifetime. I mean, that just kind of left me a bit awestruck, you know, that here you are, this breath facilitator and breathing such, you know, helping so many people uh, breathe new life into themselves and into their own life experiences. And then, you know, any time that we're able to then hold and experience the furthest reaches of both ends of the spectrum, right? And you'd been regularly cultivating the additional breath and additional life for people. And then with, you know, your mother of all humans on the planet, your mother to be witness to her last release of a breath in this incarnation. I'm just like, wow, I can feel the power of that. Yeah. I don't fully know it yet, though. I have to tell you, it, it, it'll come. I trust that it will. Even in the grief, still moving forward. And Let me be clear. Sometimes moving forward means taking a seat. Oh, oh, that there we have it, ladies and gentlemen. Let's share that transmission and teaching one more time. Can you repeat that, please? Sometimes in moving forward, it means to take a seat. Sit down, sit down. There is a, and what I love with the breath, there's a surrender. You know, we're not in control. No matter how much I try and tell spirit, I really, and there's my little amen corner. I really think we ought to head right. I know you're saying left, but I'm feeling right. There's a surrender. And that's what I was really made aware of deeply with mommy's transition, surrender, it'll work out. Truly, we are all held. Truly, truly, we are all held and guided. And what's for you can't be withheld. Mm -hmm. It just can't. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, you keep flowing. I just said I agree. Sometimes... We're being put into a bigger pot and a bigger pot. A client of mine is released a position today, right? They're going into a bigger pot. And for this individual and for all of us, that bigger pot, when we up-level and up-leveling doesn't look like, okay, I, I did this, I did that. It could be, oh, I'm choosing to exercise today. I'm choosing to have a salad as opposed to calling dominoes. That's up-leveling, right? 
going into that bigger pot, we are remembering, peeling another layer of the onion, so to speak, that we're the broth, we're the water, we're the pot, we're infinite, uh -huh. we're limitless. And the more we take those steps, whatever they may be, and not judge ourselves, well, this step was only 32 inches or a movement is a movement, even if it's to put your booty in a seat. We remember with the breath, we remember that again, we're the broth in the pot or the water in the pot, we're the pot, we're the fire. Yeah. Yeah. And can you, I, I was just getting flashed back to my time having sessions with you in, in New York City and in Manhattan, there was one space that you used to work out of. And for some reason, I'm back in that. The Dream Center. Yes. I'm back in that room. I can see the table, the bed that I would lay on. I'm so in that space right now. Hey fam, popping in here super quick to remind you that my best-selling Animal Power book and card deck are both available and out now. Animal Power book is 100 animals to energize your life and awaken your soul. It's a deluxe compendium of power animals. So anytime you dream of an animal or have an animal continuously crossing your path and you're wondering why is this animal showing up so much for me, just pop into my beautiful book that also has a gorgeous full page color illustration of of each animal to learn its wisdom teachings and meanings so you can more deeply understand why that animal showed up in your life. An animal power deck is super fun to work with. You can pull a random card to see what animal has a message for you that day or ask the deck a specific question to see what clarity might reveal. Both animal power book and deck are available everywhere books are sold. The book has been the number one new release in shamanism and many other categories. You can also get them from my website. And when you visit there, allisoncharles.com backslash animal power. That's A-L-Y-S-O-N, allisoncharles.com backslash animal power. You'll also receive a free video drumming shamanic journey that I personally guide where you can meet your current power animal. I appreciate your support so much. And now back to today's show. I've had so many, I mean, incredibly powerful, otherworldly, life, earthly life-changing experiences through one breathwork session. And can you, for anyone who has never done it or that maybe has tried it once and they're newer to it, and you have been explaining different ways, like how how and why the breath is so powerful. But can you speak a bit to your specific style that you hold space for and facilitate? And why? Because you hear stories all the time of people having these transcendent experiences or life-changing revelations specifically through the breath. And if you can touch on why you think that is. For me, I'm such a mama love. I'm a mother. My mother, huge mommy energy. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, the whole neighborhood still talks about her. And for me, it's that divine mother love that exudes from me. 
And I, I say that humbly. I'm able to create a safe space so that people know that they're safe. And for me, when you do breath work with me, it doesn't have to be hard. There's enough stuff out here where we really have to put in effort. Breath is God, source, the one, whatever you want to call it. That is your breath. Oh my gosh, to sit with your breath, to sit with the most high and to consciously breathe the most high and feel your oneness as I was the example I gave, visual I gave a moment ago, and really feel yourself as the broth, the water, the pot, the fire, the allness mm-hmm. of it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, it's lovely. And who knows you better than the most high? And just with that energy consciously allowing it, surrendering to it and letting it flow through you, love on you, release what doesn't serve you, manifest what you're walking into. Oh my gosh. Yes, it's transcendent. Hmm. Yes. And Every breathwork session, as you can testify to, is different. Yes. We're different every single moment of the day. What I can say and guarantee is at the end of every session, well, with me, let me just say that, you feel delicious and delightful. But, you know, what are you healing? What are you clearing? What are you manifesting during the breathwork session? I'll give you an example. Right before you, a few hours, I had a session with a client. I just felt and heard, go to the yoni, go to the uterus, go to the womb and clear that out with the breath. And I had no idea. I do as I'm told. I am a vessel. You walk through me. Spirit works through me. And afterwards, the individual was sharing with me some issues that they were having and things that they were thinking about their yoni, their uterus. And, you know, spirit (laughs) is always spot on and how they felt just letting go of just a ton of stuff. So spirit, your breath will tell me there's, as I just gave the example, there's something going on in the uterus or their shoulders or their belly. I may not hear that. Who knows what I'm going to hear and how I'm guided to flow, but your breath tells on you. Mm. (laughs) Your breath is like, yo, check out their toes. (laughs) So your breath tells on you and it's allowing the person that I have the honor of witnessing their breath to just surrender to the breath, let the breath flow. Mm -hmm. It all flows from there. There is one thing I want to share with you. For me, the way that I work, it is very easy 
to go off and to traverse into other realms. Mm -hmm. The healing for me with the breath, personally and professionally, is staying in your body. Yeah. Staying in your body, staying on this planet, because I could go and hang out and say, yeah, oh, Neptune, what's going on? However, to stay here, and heal, release, manifest, create here. And I'll give you an example of that. Working with someone and I'm being, I'm thinking because I'm being cryptic, keeping the integrity of my work and what was coming forward was a memory Mm. of sexual abuse Mm -hmm. and the person wanted as the humanness and all of us do we don't want to feel pain i don't want to go there however with the breath if it comes it's a gift Mm -hmm. from the breath Mm -hmm. it's a gift so stay with it to heal it to release it otherwise that story will keep replaying and it will run our lives and not that Sexual abuse is not horrendous. I'm not saying that it's not. However, we have to face it to move on from it and grow as I have been doing. And the memory came forward and I could see immediately the person was contracting physically and didn't want to go there. And to invite them to stay with the breath, to stay present in their body. Mm -hmm. A present so that the healing can take place. Yeah. Yeah, that's huge. I'm also curious, you had mentioned before in your own personal life, traversing panic attack and going to the breath. And I had on my list of questions, I was curious, are there different techniques, whether it's breath work to calm a panic attack versus breath work you might do before going on stage and giving a talk? Are they different types? Allison, that's a question that I've been asked before. Your breath is with you always. When I was having the panic attack just after mommy passed, a big breath, a big inhale was not forthcoming. Mm-hmm. It was like, don't day it stop. It was nowhere to be found. And I wouldn't want people to think, well, I'm doing it wrong. I should be able to inhale right now. No, take that pressure off of yourself because that's only going to spiral you deeper into the panic attack because now you've gone into, I'm not doing it right. No, your breath is there. Mm. Relax in that. Relax in that. No matter what the heck is going on, your breath is still there. So for myself, when I thought, okay, do I call 911 now or what? And I thought, wait a minute. Okay, Kathleen, you teach this stuff. All right, hang on. And all of this is happening like this. And I said, your breath is there. Just trust it. And what does that look like when that example or any other example you might want to give, are you just going a bit more inward into your body and just becoming more conscious? I I don't even want people to go that deep because if you're in it, if it's on and popping, you may not be able to access that. 
Just know in that moment, right then and there, oh, wait a minute, I'm still breathing. Okay. I haven't stopped breathing. Okay. And I will share an energy hack that activates the parasympathetic nerve in conjunction with the breath. But the first thing I want your watchers to know is you're still breathing. And just knowing that here, it'll get into here and your parasympathetic nervous system will kick in and you'll chill. Mm. Now you may have to remember that a couple of times, but that's okay. You're remembering. Mm -hmm. That's fabulous. There's a young lady I work with who is in college and very, very anxious, very anxious. And she's like, she calls me TT. TT, I can't tell you how much that helps just because she would freak out that she couldn't take a deep breath. Now, there is an acupressure point. Do it with me. Take your middle finger, go down behind your ear, right, right in that little dip mm-hmm. behind your ear. Right there is the beginning of your vagus nerve, which is going to activate your parasympathetic system. Allow your hand the palm of your hand to rest alongside your jaw. There are a lot of meridians in our jaw. Now, if you're in a meeting, you can do this and you look like you're saying something or about to say something extremely thoughtful and deep. So you can do this if you're in a meeting or if you're with some people and you don't want them to know, well, at this point in time, I'm feeling a little uncertain. Let me just steady myself. So you can do this and you don't, you know, who knows? Now, if you're alone, get the other side mm. and rest your palm along your jaw and just allow your shoulders. Now relax your shoulders. There you go. Allow your shoulders to relax. Now, I tell you, see, I, I'm just cool mode D right now. That's fast. That's a fast shift. And what's going to happen also, because your breath also activates your parasympathetic system. So you've got the mm-hmm. two working. So that's what you can do. So for me, there's only one thing I want people really to work with and to know and to remember. And I'm just going to reiterate this. You're breathing. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, you know, if they have to get the oxygen, we're in another situation. Right, right. Wow, I can't believe it's already been an hour. I thought I was going to glance over there and it had been like 25 minutes and um, it is not. So I guess we quickly uh, traversed our way to two things. One, sharing anything that feels left unspoken that wants to be spoken or dotting an extra dot on any eyes of anything that you've said, if there's anything bubbling up that you want to share. And then two, I would love, even though you just shared that powerful shift process with us, if there's any other closing ritual that you would be willing to guide us in, I'd love that. I I absolutely would. And thank you for that opportunity. The one thing, yes, I'm going to say that. The one thing that I really want everyone to know is that you're loved beyond measure. There's nothing you have to do to receive that love. No one special you have to be. 
for that love, you are loved beyond measure. I repeat again, of course, in Miracles, the lesson that says, love created me like itself. How beautiful. And on that, if you could just close your eyes, as long as you're not driving or operating any type of machinery, and allow your body to just settle by itself. There's no efforting. And the breath that we're going to do is conscious, connected breath work, connecting your inhale to your exhale and allowing that to flow right back into your inhale and your inhale flow into your exhale, breathing through your nose. I always use the visual of a wave. A wave comes into shore and then it melts immediately back into the ocean. It comes into shore and then melts immediately back into the ocean. As you're breathing through your nose, feel already the presence of love that has just come into our circle. No matter if you're watching this on the replay for the 10th time, feel the presence of love that is here with you by you now. Your inhale flows into your exhale. Your exhale flows into your inhale. And as your breath continues, just make the choice to just relax into that love. Allow your shoulder joints to release and rest heavily in that love. Allow your elbows, your wrists to release and rest in that love, feel your cervical spine, your thoracic spine, your lumbar spine, release any tightness, tension, and rest. In that love, your hip joints soften, relax, release any doubt, any worry, any anger, and rest in that love, your knees, your ankles, your toes, release any tightness, any tension, and rest in that love. And as you feel your body rest heavier in that chair, in the love, soften your jaw. Your inhale flows into your exhale. Your exhale flows into your inhale. I am love. I am love. I am lovable. Love. 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 
love created me just like itself. Open your mouth, take a breath in. Exhale, saying, ah. And just wiggle your fingers, wiggle your toes, and allow your eyelids to open. Mm. Oh, I miss Queen Kathleen breathwork <laughs> sessions. I remembered the ocean wave and it felt like I was just in that room with you yesterday. Ah, thank you so much just for being you and your willingness and your friendship and your sisterhood and for, yeah, just holding space for so many people to lean more fully into their willingness and, and their evolution and their vulnerability. And I'm so grateful that we could hear your wisdom and just feel where you're at in life. It was so beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you for the invitation, Alice. And really, I, I, I bow to you. Mm. We could do a mic drop just right there. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I will, of course, put your website and social media links in the show notes when I post your episode on Instagram. But for those that don't want to go to those places, can you let them know how to find you? Because you do offer online breath work for people. Yeah. You can reach out, Kathleen, my email, Kathleen with a K, K-A-T-H-L-E-E-N at KathleenBooker.net. And you could text me, 646-354-1537. I love that. Yes, yeah, I love to chat, so. <laughs> just tossing that cell phone number out. This is so good. I love it. And, you know, I'm sure the people that have sat with us um, this entire episode, you can tell the love I have for Kathleen, but I just want to reiterate, you know, she's the very first breathwork facilitator that I ever worked with and can personally attest to the impeccable space that she holds, the safe space that she holds. And yeah, highly recommend leaning in if it's speaking to you and if your breath is urging you to go deeper with it, to definitely reach out. And so thank you again. I can't wait. I would love to if you ever come to Texas, you know, I live so far away now, but if you ever find your way down here, please let me know so we can have some tea together and I can have you over and um, yes, it'd be so great. I can great. meet your boo. Yes. <laughs> he would love you. I feel like you guys would love each other. I really, finding him and being married to him definitely made my whole spiritual awakening and all the fiery initiations worth it he is such a wonderful husband so that'd be awesome and i i'm so when i saw that you were getting married i said yes my girl has and there's the amen corner just called unto her beloved so i'm happy for you and so is gracie <laughs> thank you gracie well, thank you um, again, Kathleen, and thank you to all the Soul Fam for joining us, and we will sit together again next time. Woo!
Wee, what a powerful voyage that was. It is always so fun and such an honor to share space with these beautiful beings willing to generously share their time, wisdom, and energy so we can have the opportunity to enrich our own lives. And we will always share each epic guest's links and contact info in the show notes that are on my website, alisoncharles.com, and also in my weekly Ceremony Circle podcast Instagram posts at I am Allison Charles. So it makes it easy for you to connect more deeply with them. And fam, you know by now all the heart I put into creating this show. And I would love to be able to continue providing this free content for a long, long time to come. And what would be most supportive in me being able to do that is if you have ever felt you've gained anything positive at all from listening to a Ceremony Circle podcast episode, if it's brightened your day, if it's given you clarity or insights you've been waiting for, if you felt a healing shift during one of the closing ceremony practices, anything at all, If you can just stay on whatever platform you're now listening to this show and simply go to the rating and review section and share even one reason why you're grateful for Ceremony Circle Podcast. Sacred reciprocity is a big deal and I deeply appreciate you giving back to me so I can keep creating and providing. Sending you so much love. This podcast is for information and entertainment purposes only, and my intention is not to provide medical advice or diagnosis. You should always consult a health professional before making drastic changes to your diet or lifestyle.